Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Banter Broadcasts, a podcast brought to you by Body Banter, a youth centered organization that aims to create empowering and accessible opportunities for young people to redefine the conversation about body image and mental health. On our podcast, we share candid conversations with awesome humans that are rewriting the way that we talk about our bodies and provide resources to accompany you on our journey towards body liberation, food freedom, and self-acceptance. Today's podcast is hosted by me, Steph, and features Kat Tse. Kat is currently a freshman at Northeastern University and is majoring in communication studies and minoring in marketing and psychology. She is a passionate self-love advocate and is here today to share what it has been like to be a youth mental health advocate in Hong Kong, what she has learned on her own mental health journey, and the role that fashion played in it. We had so much fun recording this episode and hope you have fun listening to it too. Hey Kat, welcome to the Banter Broadcasts. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for making time for this. So before we get started, could you tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you are passionate about? Hi, so thank you so much, you know, for taking your time to have this podcast with me. I'm so excited. I'm Kat. I'm currently a freshman studying at Northeastern University. I just graduated from high school not long ago, and I'm majoring in communication studies, minoring in either psychology or marketing. First of all, congratulations on graduating from high school and starting freshman year of college. That's such an exciting transition. Um, Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about yourself. Now, I'd really love to hear about why you're a mental health advocate and the role that your own mental health journey played. Yeah, for sure. Um, So back in high school, I've always had anxiety. Well, there's like body positivity areas that I wasn't really comfortable with. And I struggled with depression actually back in junior to senior year. It was really hard, you know, being in Hong Kong with the mindset, with the toxic mindset. I felt like there's always just this pressure to just be perfect in a sense, either your grades or just like your extracurricular. And I think that self-defeating like, you know, mindset really got to me back then. But it was then, you know, throughout that time I realized I don't, you know, I don't exactly have to be this way. There is another way. And that's where I realized that I actually need to like start taking care of myself. So what I did was back then, back in senior year, you know, once everything got settled, I got to my college and that's exactly where I realized how important it is to take care of myself. I got into therapy, such as like meditation. I started to understand my anxiety. And I think that's so important Because for me, back when I was 14 or 15, a lot of these girls are just like a lot of girls and, you know, guys as well in general might have like self-esteem issues or just um, during their teenage years. And I realized I felt kind of so alone in a sense. And I really wanted that security. And I realized it was from there that learning about what your mental health issues are, you know, anxiety for me and depression at times was so helpful. And during quarantine, I mean, everyone, you know, in a sense, like we've all went through quarantine was quite a new experience in a sense. I mean, I'm sure you did too, but um, yeah, so that's exactly where I got into self-love. So before that, I just want to say it's a really 
long process, it's not as easy as it seems. And it's definitely not something, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm just, you know, going to get into self-love. It's more about accepting my flaws, accepting what anxiety means to me and embracing it at the end. And it was through this process by, you know, being with myself for such a long time, I realized how important it was to take care of myself since I, you know, when I go to school, you have such a packed schedule. And I realized that now it's since I have all the time to myself, I'm like, what do I do? Why do I feel like, you know, there's nothing for me to do. And I get so anxious with not being able to do something. And that's kind of realized I need to start working on myself. And for example, like things like starting my lifestyle vlog, that was actually a really long process. But basically, um, I love sharing my story right now because I want to be able to help people who go through similar experiences, not knowing, you know, all the uncertainty with life, not knowing how um, things are going to go up, how are things are going to work for them and just having those good and bad days. And I think that's where it's so important for me to show the authentic part of things and how quarantine has showed me how I can bring joy into my life. So with um, my fashion situation, well, honestly, last year, I wouldn't really think that I would be in this position today. But um, last year, I was not really into fashion. It was more about during quarantine, exploring my different style that made me realize how being yourself can make you feel so confident, so beautiful. And there's something about being authentic that makes you shine and feel more beautiful. And I realized that, you know, sharing my story might be able to help someone. And I'm I'm not trying to say like, I want to help a, a thousand or, you know, whatever people. I'm just saying like, if I can be able to help even one person, that would mean a lot for me. Oh, Kat, I love that. And I, just think that um, your story is so incredible and what you said about feeling confident about yourself and that being a gateway to empowering other people is also something that I think really resonates with um, Body Banter's initiative generally, because I think, you know, just having, just building up that sense of self-capacity and then going forward with your mission, it just brings you that much more power, right? You're able to give so much more when you have, you give yourself that much more. So I, I think that's so incredible. And um, I just really wanted to dig a little bit deeper into um, what your what your thoughts are in terms of self-love being a process and not a destination, because you put that really nicely, actually, just now. Um, but I definitely want to explore it a little bit, which is, you know, like it's not about finding a perfect state of being. It's about, you know, showing your flaws and then accepting them along the way and then getting to this place of acceptance. And would you be able to talk a little bit about how you did that and um, what you would you maybe what you would say to someone who's on that journey right now? Okay, so um, just about like two years ago, I actually went through my first heartbreak. And I think it was from there, I realized how I never put myself as a priority. And I realized how respecting who I am as a person and definitely seeking validation from myself instead of someone else is not just like something key, but you're going to live with yourself, you know, I mean, like for the rest of your life, you got to start loving who you are. And even if that means that you're that person who's just like, you know, um, nervous 24 seven, or it's someone who just has the anxious mind or you overthink, I think these are things that um, in, especially in the Hong Kong society or what I've experienced, it's such a stigma in a sense. And I feel like people tend to worry how like, you, you can't show feelings. And I think that's just what makes it, I, don't know, I think knowing that makes it really hard for a lot of people to be their authentic self. And I think during 
um, the heartbreak, I realized that it's so important to put myself. Then I got into um, just listening to other podcasts, I think, listening to YouTube. There's so many YouTubers, you know, who put their stories out there. And they're such an inspirational, personal inspirational to me. And I think my therapist has helped me so much because with therapy, I was so ashamed of going to therapy in the beginning. I just thought that in a sense, it's just, I don't know, it's such a if you have a problem, then you go, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of like the Hong Kong mindset. And I realized that no, like, talking about your feelings isn't just a problem, you know, like, these are these feelings are part of you, and you should start to embrace them. So going to therapy, getting into meditation, you know, being present, being aware of my feelings, being aware of who I am as a person, I think that was the biggest turning point for me. And on top of that, I had such a great and an, support system like my friends were amazing and they've helped me so much to get where I am today and I think quarantine was really that turning point and the journey where I was able to say like okay now since I have so much time I'm gonna start getting to things that genuinely bring joy into my life and um, I guess coincidentally that was one of them was writing I love just writing about anything and I realized getting into the healthier lifestyle and life's um, and that mindset as well that brought me so much joy because for me I actually wrote um, a blog post about morning routines and I realized that with the morning routine it's so important for everyone to know there's so many different ways to start your morning off with me I would either journal I would do a five minute to ten minute stretch or I would um, definitely just have that mindful eating and I think that just changes my entire vibe which is what my vlog is talking about like catching vibes um, just changes my vibes with everything and yeah I think some of these steps definitely brought me to self-love but I think at the same time it was just understanding who I am as a person getting to know myself and I, there are days actually, which I do slip from now and then, like, I wouldn't say I'm happy all the time. And I think there are good and bad days in life, even though I, I'm definitely like a mental health advocate. Now I try to help people. There are days where I need to know my boundaries to be like, okay, this is too much for me. You know, like, I'm going to take a self-care day, focus on my energy, maintain my energy and yeah, keep to myself. So it's really an up and down process. I would say for everyone who's trying to get into self-love, I would definitely say it's a long process. I won't lie, it's not easy, but know that every step that you know that you take, you're much closer into self-love and that all your self-care acts bring you into self-love and you should be proud of yourself and love yourself for sure. Kat, I love the authenticity that you bring to this conversation because sometimes I think <laughs> I'm not sure whether um, you've seen, you know, the the kind of conversations that typically go ahead around with, um, you know, the self love and bo like body positivity. There's just a lot of like, oh, you can do it, like you know, um, all these positive messages, but they don't really cover the parts where there are bumpy parts of the road right and I mean I'm not I'm not slamming the the positive messages they're nice to see on my feed but like <laughs> I definitely think that the way that you phrase that you know the the fact that there are bumpy parts of the road and that you can struggle like you can be a an advocate and still have rough patches I I think that that really resonates with me and um yeah and I think that you bring a lot of like genuine um just you you really bring a very genuine vibe to um to the conversation and I I really love that so thank you for doing that Kat
In terms of the morning routine that you mentioned um, on your blog, I'd be so excited to um, put that in the the podcast notes. So um, everyone who's listening right now, um, (laughs) check out the the podcast notes to see um, Kat's blog and her tips for um, finding self-love. So I'm very excited for that too. And I just wanted to ask you to expand a little bit um, upon that part that you talked about in terms of fashion, um, because I think that's what um, when we had our first conversation, you talked um, a lot about how um, finding fashion really helped you on your self-love journey. So could you perhaps tell us a little bit about that, too? Yeah, for sure. Well, with fashion, I think I really got into aesthetics back when quarantine hit. It was really just going through Instagram, Pinterest, and I realized like, oh, wow, this is there's a lot of different styles, but I didn't exactly know which style I fit into. And the funny thing is, um, I actually had not much like interest into fashion last year. So I wouldn't, I would be so lazy, you know, I have to go to school and everything, but I would just like put on some clothes and head to school. But then I realized going through like quarantine, there are so many different aesthetics in a sense that I wanted to know everything about them. I wanted to get in depth into it. Like, why is there like, for example, like, oh, soft girl vibes. And then there was there like these street girls vibes. And then I also got into like the history of fashion and talked to a lot of people who, um, you know, found how fashion connects to their identity. And I think it was there that I realized like, wow, fashion really can not only represent who you are as a person, but it can reflect like your mood, how you feel about yourself, and that can boost your confidence. So I'm just saying like things like wear whatever makes you feel good about yourself, makes you feel comfortable. If you want to wear something that makes you just feel beautiful, just do it. I wanted to just say like to tell people that, you know, haters are going to say what they're going to say, but it's just so important for you to kind of, find that style that you're comfortable with. I wouldn't say right now I'm at the stage where I'm like, okay, I know everything I'm comfortable with. I'm still exploring, but I think it's a process of exploring, trying out that makes it so fun and make and brings joy to my life. Cause it seems like it's familiar for me, like the routine, the process, but at the same time, there's so many different styles. And I also think that one really good thing is with the Instagram community, like they're actually really supportive with each other. Like all these girls, um, they would definitely support each other as well. But then there are also like times where you also take a break from Instagram because it can definitely get to you a lot. So I think finding the balance in between this is so important as well. But that's pretty much how I think fashion has shaped me. It's made me like love my body more. I actually wouldn't even be able to like show even a selfie of myself last year. I would be so critical with every single thing about my body, my face. And I realized I just have to like kind of stop that because I should just stop this like self-defeating battle that I am, you know, beautiful for who I am, that everyone out there, like, I just want to tell everyone, you know, like, you're so beautiful, you're amazing, don't like define yourself from a like or comment or just even, you know, a photo or how things up there that you've only seen one picture of it, but there's so much more behind it as well. Wow, Kat, I, I, my, I'm just so thrilled that we have you here today, because um, I think you have broken a lot of the myths that I had or misconceptions that I had in my my head surrounding fashion and body image, because I think for a very long time, I thought that um, fashion could only kind of breed negative body image or like, you know, you kind of think about the media as a place or like, you know, social media as a place that um, really promotes um, 
negative body image perceptions through the the representations of fashion and who can wear certain clothing. But I think that the way that you phrased it, um, the way that you reframed fashion is that, you know, it can be a way of exploring your body and exploring um, what looks good, what feels good for you. Um, just like kind of recreating and um, having this curious mindset surrounding what best suits your own body and what you feel comfortable in. And I think that your fashion journey really mirrors like a mental health journey, you know, the way that you become more curious to who you are, the way that you start to embrace the parts of yourself um, and you find things that are comfortable for you. So like I, I just see so many parallels between your fashion explorations and just your mental health journey in general. And I think that's such a powerful thing. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for sharing that, Kat. <laughs> I definitely know what you mean, though. Like, I feel like with fashion, not even just that, but everything you're saying, we just connect so much as well. Because when we first talked about this, I was just like, hmm, is it like too much if I tell you about my fashion story? But I just feel like, you know, with fashion, it can you can definitely express yourself. And Instagram, it, it can be really toxic. Like, I won't lie and be like, I haven't compared myself before. And I wouldn't like compare myself to influence or even just like people. But it's more about finding that balance in between, having that genuine joy of just, you know, trying different styles, you know, posting about your aesthetics and having fun, but also just staying grounded and knowing who you are so that is something I'm still like you know sometimes working on from now and then I just want to be honest about but I think that it's so important to find the balance so yeah incredible thank you for your honesty and your story Kat and to wrap up our conversation I would love to know um, whether you have any wise words for someone who is you know either hoping to find self-love or hoping to use fashion as a way to explore their self-love journey um, yeah what are some of do you have like wise words a sentence a statement <laughs> yeah um so I think the thing is I actually wrote another blog post about self-care acts versus self-love because I think a lot of people get so confused between what self-care is what self-love is and honestly I was confused too I didn't even know like the difference but I think these self-care acts for example just like spending time with yourself and I have a whole list you know all over my blog people can definitely take a look at that but I feel like for example with fashion finding your fashion style can be an example of self-care acts but definitely a step towards self-love so it's more about self-love is about embracing who you are, embracing your flaws and making sure that you love yourself, you know, for who you are and not having that judgmental mindset, being so non-judgmental yourself and, you know, trying to improve and do better as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kat. Those are wise words indeed. <laughs> and um, we're going to end off with rapid fire questions. <laughs> so um, I have four <laughs> for you. Um, and you just, you know, try not to think for more than five seconds about these. <laughs> I'll give you five seconds. <laughs> so um, the first one, favorite self-care activity. Ooh, there's a lot. I think um, <laughs> this is a good one because I talk about self-care all the time. Um, definitely, um, oh, which one? Go over five <laughs> seconds. Um, definitely, finding my, definitely finding my aesthetic style. So I would just try on a bunch of different clothes, kind of just like try on different styles. I think this is so fun. There's art involved. There's, you know, there's the creativity and art involved. And it's also kind of just being by myself and getting to fashion. So yeah, it's definitely my self-care act. Love it. Um, something that you would bring to a desert island. <laughs> if you had to pack something really quick and you had to go to a desert island, what would you bring? 
I think a notebook, honestly. I think now that I've been able to like journal, I think I can write about anything and I'd love to just keep writing. Incredible. Yes, I agree with that. I'd probably bring a pen as well. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Awesome. And third, um, someone that you would like to have a dinner conversation with, and this person can be dead or alive. (laughs) Definitely Selena Gomez. She's um, I love her so much. She's actually such an inspiration for me. Um, I think that her process of pretty much like heartbreaking to self-love and anxiety and depression has inspired so many girls out there. And what she's doing with Rare Beauty right now, it's just, it's so inspirational, so amazing. And I just can't imagine what she went through. And yeah, I'd love to have dinner with her. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'd ask her so many questions, but yeah. (laughs) Awesome. No, that sounds really fun. (laughs) So I commend it. (laughs) And the last one, a skill that you'd like to learn. I Anything. Think, oh gosh. <laughs> a lot. Um, I mean, I've kind of tried this before, but I want to like get better at skydiving. I think it's really interesting because I actually went skydiving. Um, not long ago, <laughs> but I think one of my friends, he's like, he does skydiving. Like he's in, an instructor actually. So I want to not skill really, but just get better at it. I guess I want to like try different you know, moves and everything. <laughs> incredible I think skydiving sounds really fun and a really good new skill to learn (laughs) even though it's hard with COVID but (laughs) I'm able to but yeah something to to put on the bucket list for sure (laughs) awesome thank you so much for spending time with us today Kat (laughs) we hope to see you back on the podcast soon (laughs) thank you so much Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are currently using and head over to www.bodybanter.com to learn more about us. If you'd like to stay updated on all of our latest news, give us a follow at Body Banter on Instagram and on Facebook. Have questions or suggestions or just want to chat? Send them on over to bodybanter at gmail.com and let's get a conversation going.